they listen to the road and they listen to the window. That's good. That's good too. That's good too. All right, let's get started. We got learning to do. Today is number 88. Yesterday was 87. Um, and we didn't quite finish yesterday's stuff, but that's okay. We always got today. And uh, we have a mind for Shalema 4. Amy Basvora, Hadassa Basronia, Yehudis Basara, and I don't know why it's a blank on that. Rachaleya Basara, and we have another one. We've got one more, just give me two seconds. You have to leave early? Okay. And how's Alan doing? Aaron Aftali? What? Much better. Much better? Okay, Baruch Hashem. Yaakov Pinchas ben Chayyata. Okay, for Shlema. All right, let's get started on the review. We started. Pinchas Yaakov. Pinchas Yaakov. Yaakov Pinchas. Okay. Um, I think Pinchas Yaakov sounds has a nice ring to it. Okay. Um, so, the, uh, uh, the 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 Mishnah is talking about very interesting. Just to summarize what the Mishnah is trying to say. So as we know that when a, a, a regular Yisraelis, regular Yisrael-born woman, marries a Kohen, she's entitled to Yitruma by virtue of her marriage. Um, even if her husband would die, but if she has a child from that husband, then she's still allowed to eat Truma. Um, the thing is, is that uh, if she gets married to a Levi after that, she can no longer eat Truma, even though she still has a child from the Kohen. Um, and now she's downgraded to just being allowed to eat meiser, as a as a as a levy. Okay, if she has a child from that levy, even if her husband would die, then she also continues to eat meiser. Um, but she's really not eating truma at this point. Then she marries a Yisrael, so then she can't eat any of that. If the if the if the Yisrael dies and there's a child from that the, uh, from that Yisrael, then she goes back. Then she loses. Then she still cannot eat. Meiser or Truma. If the Yisrael son dies, the son that's a Yisrael dies, so now the son of the Levi um, uh, is still there, so he goes, then she's able to eat Meiser again. And then if the son of the Levi dies, she goes back to eating Truma on the basis of her son, the Kohen. And then if that son dies, then she's back to being a regular Pais Yisrael who cannot eat anything. Okay? And the reverse is also true, starting with the Bas Kohen. She also first married. Um, she cannot eat truma if she marries Yisrael, even if she and if she has a son from the Yisrael, then she also cannot um, cannot eat truma, um, even if their husband is no longer alive. But if then she afterwards marries a levy, then she is now on the basis of her new marriage to the levy allowed to miser. If the even if he dies, but there's a son, she remains able to eat miser. And if that at a point she marries a kohen, then she can eat truma. If he dies and there's a son from so then that's uh, then uh, she's able to eat truma on the basis of that son. If um, if that son dies, then she goes back to the levy status. If that son, the levy son dies, then she goes back to the Israel status. If the Israel son dies, then she goes back to her father's household. Then she's back to eating truma again. Well, so that's the basic gist. Basically, it's the last husband that overrides any of the previous ones and the last child that will override any of the previous children. It's very interesting, but that's the b- basic gist of the Mishnah. And um, basically, 
Um, that's the pasuk at the end. Is shaval beisavia kin oreha milacham avia tochal. So, um, um, so where's the basis for this idea that she's that, that that's the thing that she goes back this bas Yisrael after uh, having married a levi, then she goes back. Then the levi's the levi dies. Then she goes back to um, her son. The levi dies. She goes back to the Cohen status. How do, where do you see this idea that the son can re, 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 re enable her to eat truma? Okay? Um, because the, once the second marriage is no longer and the child of that marriage is no longer, then she goes back to the one right before that. And since the Bas Yisrael had married a Kohen first and had a son from that Kohen, so then she's able to eat on the basis of the son. So we need a makar, a source for this idea that the son um, can re-allow re, re, re you to eat on the basis if he's the sole existing son. You understand? That's the question. If, if there's no son, if it's a daughter, the same applies across the board? Yes, there's no... Um, we don't make it... I say son because that's what the words... Uh, the pos- I'm just translating. Oh, exactly, it's but it's really a child. A, a child. It's really... Child. As far as I know, I mean... I don't know, but as far as I know, I think it's the same thing. I don't, uh, I, you know, that's it. So that's, that's, it's a child, right? It's any child. Right. I've not seen that there, we make any distinction between gender. Okay. So a child, yeah, it is child. Okay. Anyway, so the question is, where's the basis for that? So we said that uh, it's, it says Bas, uh, Bas Cohen. Um, when she's a widow, she goes back to eating, and then it says ubas coin. So we, the u, the vav, tells us this. Ah, is that going like Rabbi Kiva, who's Darshan's vavs only, and not not everybody else? And says, no. Um, this one everybody will agree to, and that's because the whole uh, expression of ubas coin is extra over here. We don't need. We just shouldn't. We didn't really need to say say it over here. Um, the could because the first says ubas coin and then it said ubas coin almana. You didn't have to say it again, Ubasko, and we're talking about the same person. Then, then she goes back to her father. Why do you have to say Ubasko in the second time? That's all superfluous, and it's telling us the Vav. Then the Vav is definitely there for a Jirash, no question, even not like Rabbi Kiva. Okay. Um, so, we saw this amazing Chidush, that when she does go back to her father's household, that's a limited going back. She only goes back for Truma. She's not entitled to the chazan shok, the, 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 the part of the offering that goes to the Kohen, let's say the Shlomim, there's an elevated offering that's part, part of that that is given to the Kohen to eat, and he, get, he not only eats it, but he can even feed it to his family. And that doesn't happen. Now, um, um, so the question is, what's the basis for that? So we saw a number of sources. So one is, it says in the Pasuk, we're talking about the elevated portion of Kodesh, meaning the Chazan Shok, she's not able to eat, and that's a permanent result of the fact that she got married. Okay. Uh, to Yisrael. Now, Rav Nachman said another source, it says, Mi from the Lech, not all the food of father can she eat. You're coming to exclude the Chazan Shok. Rami Barchama says, how do you know what's coming to exclude? Maybe saying there's no din first in Dharma anymore. So Gemara says, no. We know that from Tan and Shmuel that they lost once. It's, it says in the Pasuk, Venedar Amano Grusha Yakamalel, that a, a widow and her and a divorcee's vows are bound on, are locked on her. 
what do, what do we what's the chiddush? If there's no if there's no father involved and there's no husband involved, of course not. The answer is is that it's to teach you that that even one moment out of the rishus of the of the father, um, the father's rights are 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 gone as far as uh, and and even even if that marriage gets dissolved, it's irrelevant. She never goes back to the status of being. Um, to back to the father in the rights of the fact that the father should be able to nullify her vows. So we know that already. So anyway, then we saw another one from Rav Safra. He says, it says, Milechem Notice we're focusing on lechem, lechem and not basar. So lechem it refers to grains, refers to all bread products that can refer to um, um, all truma type things. But once you deal with basar, which is the chazen shok, is not what she what she's entitled to. So that's another source. Rav Papa says it says melechem focuses on the fact that it belongs to her father, which is unique to truma that it's property of the kohen. As opposed to chazen shok, we don't look at it as property of the kohen. It's like the kohen's entitled to; he's invited to God's table, so to speak, to enjoy a meal. But it's not his. It's not. It's not considered part of his. Assets. That's the basic difference. Whereas truma is an actual asset of the coin. The coin can actually, you, you know, has the monetary, you know, it's on his line items of the things that he owns. Any truma that's in his domain it belongs to him. It's not kodesh really, as opposed to karbanos. It's it maintains its kedusha and it's not really belonging to the coin per se. Of course, he can eat it, but that's different. Um, Rava brought a, 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 an additional source that says the while they're with you. That's another meal. Anyway, so um, the this is uh, okay. So it comes along Rav Adav and he says amazing insight here. He says this idea of her going back to her father's household um, is for Truma and not for Chaz Shok. But when she's going back and eating on the basis of her child, because she has a child, a Kohen, and that's, and that's the only one left, right? The, the Levi one's not alive anymore, and the Israel one's not alive anymore, but now all, he, all she has is a son from the Kohen. So now she's unable to eat, but what does she eat? Not only can she eat the Truma, she's now entitled to eat even the Chaz of Ashok. So the Gemara was bothered. This is Rav Mordechai said this over to Rav and like, the whole basis comes from this pasuk of Abbas Cohen. When she's a widow, she she can eat, and it's learned. It's like an extension of that. How could it be better than that? The answer is is that all of those by the by the by the widow uh, who goes back to her father's household. There's a meal. There's a limitation that's that's embedded in the text. Here, there is no limitation. It's just it's an extra verse that says that when that from the base of her son, she's entitled to to eat. Period. It doesn't put any limitation, so that's why she can eat everything, even the chazav shok. So it's a very interesting, fundamental difference between um, that these two scenarios. Okay. So the next case is we have a bas kohen marries Israel, and it says uh, um, so. Um, so we said that. She goes back to her father's household, which excludes uh, Shomeris Yavam, where she doesn't go back. And when it says Kinorah, it means that she cannot, also can't be pregnant. And the question is, um, um, why do I need to uh, have a source for this, that when she's pregnant, she doesn't go back? Um, we know that, you know that when it comes to Yibum, um, if she was married once and had a child, and then she got married to another husband and did not have a child, 
We don't say, well, she shouldn't need Yibam because of the first because of the first husband, because she had a child from the first husband. She's still going to need Yibam because this husband never had children, right? Um, but yeah, but but and yet we consider the fetus as if it's born, um, and there's no mitzvah Yibam. So surely, um, where we look at the previous child as as a, as the same as a child from the second one, I mean to dis to disenable her to have truma, um, you know, even the first, even from the first husband, if she has. Um, the, you know, doesn't have to have from the second husband. Uh, we even if she has no kids from the second husband, she's still disqualified on the basis of her kids from her first husband, who was not, who was not a Kohen. If she's pregnant when the second husband died. Hmm? Is it still an of Yibam? If she's pregnant at the time that he died, he didn't have any children yet. No, no, but there's no mitzvah Yibam. We wait, we wait. Wait to see whether see if it'll be viable, right? So, um, anyway, so uh, you might think that we should surely, so why do you need a Pasuk? So the answer is, um, there's a difference, because when it comes to Yibum, because we look at, the, uh, there's some advantage in Yibum that's different, than, that's greater than Truma, because by Yibum, we, even if the child that she had dies afterwards, does, this doesn't revert to a mitzvah Yibum. It stays without the mitzvah. Um, as, and uh, so therefore it makes sense that the fetus should count as baby but uh, when it comes to truma where we don't uh, a dead child does not consider the same as a live child it has to be a living child in order to be enabled to eat truma or, um, so then that's why it said that's why we need the special pasuk of Kino Rehel to exclude Muberas fine now why do we need both psukim one of Zera Einla and one of uh, the answer is is that each one is you know my thing is different because on the one hand, um, you know when she has kids so then there's two bodies so maybe she can't go that's why she can't go back, but when it comes to uh, pregnant she's still the same one body so maybe she's entitled to go back to her father's household, and if we would just say the pasuk by kin uh, to exclude a pregnant woman so I might think that's only because there's you know she you know before she had no baby inside now she has a baby inside. Supposed to over here, there's no baby inside, the kid's born already. So maybe she, as in and of herself, can go back to her father's household. Kamash Milan, that, that's not the way it works. Okay. Anyway, so, um, and that took us to the, the, the like, uh, some, some creative, I don't know how to say this, uh, a lot of back and forth in using, utilizing Kalvachomer to establish the, the rules. So just to, to lay the groundwork to understand what's going on over here. So, we, we're comparing and contrasting Yibum and Truma. And uh, basically, each of these have some, some qualities that, that only apply to one, not the other. And we want to understand, maybe we can make a Kavachomer, a basis, that uh, what applies to one should also apply to the other one, because of the power of Kavachomer. So just to understand, what Truma's uh, unique is, is that, uh, is, that, is that we only focus on a living child, okay? Obviously, only a living child will enable her to be allowed to eat. If the child passes, not. And um, whereas, whereas by Yibum, it's different because the child that, that, that was alive after her husband dies, um, even if he dies subsequently, it's as if he's still alive in the sense that there's no mitzvah Yibum. It doesn't come back to being a mitzvah Yibum. That's one uh, contrast. The other thing that we saw about the difference between uh, the, the, the truma and, uh, and uh, 
uh, Truma, if she's pregnant, um, she doesn't uh, go back to um, she doesn't go back to her ability to 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 eat Truma, um, and also by the by the by, by Yibum, um, if she's pregnant, obviously, then there's no mitzvah Yibum either. Um, anyway, so the Gemara is now trying to I'm trying to think. There's a few others, but we'll get to them. So one step at a time. The Gemara is saying maybe um, we should say that the child, after if if it dies, it should not be. Uh, they should go back now to being a mitzvah If it died after, even though the while the when the husband died, there was still a child. But if the child dies afterwards, she should now need yibum, um, and basis of kavachomer because. Um, that's all right. This is one of the things when it comes to truma, uh, the 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 child from the first husband is is relevant, um, and uh, it, it, she still doesn't go back to eating truma, uh, even though there is no child from the second husband. Whereas by yibum, if there's a child from the first husband, it's irrelevant to the second husband. The second husband will still need yibum as long as there was no child from the second husband. Again, I, I don't know if you realize why this is actually strange because. Um, we usually look at the second marriage as like erasing the past because if she marries a Kohen after having married Yisrael, so we ignore the fact that she has a child from Yisrael, that she's a Bas Yisrael. Now she's married to a Kohen. So in other words, the last husband, sort of like we ignore what's, what's before that. Okay, so anyway, point being, so you might say that, that that's what should, we, that's what should uh, we should say the same thing that... Uh, um, but but we don't say that that we say that the child from the first will still inhibit her from going back to um, so in other words let's say she married first a Levi and then had a baby um, and then she married Israel and had a baby now the Israel uh, and the baby both passed away so you say okay maybe now she could she go back to her father no since she has a son from the Levi she still doesn't go back to her father's truma okay uh, what. She could be meiser now, but not truma, right? But that's the that's the idea. Anyway, the point being is is that uh, we we recognize the vlad of the rishon. So if we do so by the truma, and so there's a kavachomer here that um, <clears throat> that uh, they didn't make uh, the, the dead like alive. So then when so then we shouldn't do this. We should surely be the same way. But when it comes to yibum, that uh, we shouldn't treat a dead child. As if he's still alive, in the sense that there's no mitzvah there should be a mitzvah So the more explains that you can't have that because it wouldn't be dirachal darchinom b'chol We need the Torah. The Torah needs to be pleasant, and uh, and it, it can't be that a woman who was free to marry and not bound at all to yibum when the husband dies because she had a child, and then all of a sudden the child dies, and now she's back to square one, and then she has to go back and re and you know get a chalitza now. Once she was granted a freedom to like reshackle her, that's like uh, onerous. It's not. That's not a pleasantness, and that's not. So therefore, it can't be the case. Okay. So, so that's like the evil, but we're not, right. With regard to eating, it's a different story. Right. No, but that's why we. That's why the the even though in logic it should be that it should be the same as it is by Truma, that that the child has to be alive, just like the child has to be alive to feed her. Um, so too, the child should have to be alive to uh, to not require yibum. 
Um, but, but we why, why we do don't say that. Same thing. I mean, why would they have to? It's a logic, it's a, but, it, but it's a different phenomenon. Yeah, but we're saying you yeah, but that's the power of kavachomer. There's a kavachomer because there's a stringency that exists in truma that doesn't exist in yibum, which is that, which is that we look at the first child from the first husband as a factor in her inability to eat truma, which we don't do so in her in the midst of yibum. Right, we ignore the for the child from so, the first husband. So Truma so has a a, chum, a chumra. So that's why that chumra, and yet and yet Truma has a leniency in the sense or, or whatever a weakness. What's the weakness that it uh, that that uh, that if the child the child must be alive um, in order in order for it to feed her. Um, so too the child should have to be alive in order for her to not have a mitzvah That's the I mean that's the logic. Anyway, the point being is it's not dark, you know, so we try, reject this. Look, Mar says maybe you could do say like this. Maybe say that uh, let's look at even the son who's no longer alive, um, but we should treat him as if he's alive from the backwards kavachomer from from Yibo. because after all, um, uh, you know, this is something over Yibum in the fact that we to pay attention to the first child uh, from the first husband. Uh, by Truma, maybe you should do the same thing by by Yibum as well, and say Mesim Kechaim, uh, and, and yet we say Mesim Kechaim by Yibum, so maybe you should say that by um, <coughs> by by Truma as well. So the Gemara says it says very clearly Vizera Einla that she has no kids, so um, uh, no kids is no kids. Okay, so uh, it doesn't mean and she and she doesn't have any kids. Um, so therefore, um, that's why she's able to go back to her. To be able to eat from her, if she's a bus going, she should be entitled to go back. What's yes. Why are they equivalent? No, that a dead child is the same as a live child. That's the same. That's what it is by yibum. By yibum. Meaning, even though this child, if the child was alive when the husband dies, there's no yibum. And then, he, then there's no yibum. And even if he dies, there's still no yibum. That's the point. Uh-huh. That, if, if he dies at that point, he dies after the husband's dead. He dies. Then there's still no evil. The child dies before the husband dies. As if he is alive. As if he is alive. Right. Oh, oh, I see. That's the idea. That's what it means. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> all right. So then the Gemara is saying maybe we should say that uh, a child from the first uh, husband should be like a child from the second husband as far as evil. That there's no mitzvah evil. So and the and also because we could do the kavachomer if. Uh, um, if by truma we don't make a mesim kechayim, um, we still make a vladman arishon kevladman asheni. So then, surely, um, where we, where uh, we where mesim is kechayim by yibum, so then surely we should say that the vladman arishon is like a vladman asheni that there's no mitzvah, and that's why it says in the pasuk uvein ein lo he doesn't have any sons. We go by the father, and this second husband there had died without children. So the mitzvah of Yibum is still there, even though the, the she has children. That's not the point. He goes by this by this yeah, husband. It centers on the husband. Not exactly. The husband. That's the answer. That's or, the answer. The, by the eating, it's it's on her, right? Her. Her, right. Her, her deal. Right. Yeah. So that's. That's pretty easy but, distinction. Right, but that's the, that. But it, that it's it's indicated in the text. Okay. So the Gemara says maybe we should say the reverse that uh, we should by by truma we should say that the fact that she has a child from the first husband shouldn't free her from uh, shouldn't say that she's not allowed to eat truma because of the kavachomer the other direction. 
if by truma mason is is not kechayim, to um, uh, and, and by yibum it is. So and still the vlad minarishon is not like a vlad from the second one. So the same thing over here by truma. So um, the Kamara answers. It says ain la. Um, and here it's uh, she has a kid, right? Because there, by in this text, it focuses on her. That's the words. By 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 the by yibum, it says vein ain lo. He has no child. Then there's a mitzvah zibum. Over here, it says vein ain la. Right? Zera ain la. She has no child. Child, but it's going on her. Does she have a child? Yes, from the first husband. Okay. Well, that's why. Okay. So it's it's all. Even though there's logic that could go all these directions, but there's text the focus, bases. The focus, the focus but it gives it really does give you a clarity as to what the focus is. The focus by Truma is on her, and focus by Yibum is on him, and that's the that's the bottom line. Okay, which takes us to a brand new parak, which is again a, a really a new topic, and this is all the Aguna Shilas, all the big questions that relate to. Um, a, a woman who's chained in the sense that there's not clarity as to what's the status of her husband. So that's the focus over here. So we have here over here a uh, Mishnah, basically, and we ended off at the end of the Mishnah that a woman whose husband went overseas and, they, and she is informed that her husband's dead and she went ahead and got married and then he shows up. So there is a very big stringency on her. Not only does she need to be divorced from both husbands, she needs to get from both husbands, um, and there's, she's not entitled to a ksuba from either husband, nor the tanai ksuba, the conditions of the ksuba, the peros, mezonos, blows, all those conditions she loses. If she um, took it, she's going to have to return it. The child will be a mamzer from both of these husbands. If he, she goes back to the first husband, that will also be a mamzer. Um, and neither of these husbands are allowed to become impure to her if she passes, and neither of them are allowed are entitled to what what she finds or her hand, or what she earns, and uh, neither of them have the power to nullify her vows. Yes. The child from the second husband, um, if she, if she ends and does what the, the mission is saying, the status of that second child is that monitor or not? She 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 has to report that her husband died. She acts the basis that marries another man. Mm-hmm. They have a child. Mm-hmm. Is that is that second child a momzer? If even if she, when the husband returns, gets the divorce. As, as That's what we're saying. Yeah. That is what we're saying. There's no, there's no hope for that second child. He's, he's definitely a momzer no matter what. She can comply with whatever is required by the rabbis. And mm-hmm. That child is. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fact. The fact of the matter is, the husband's still alive. So after she gets the two gets, is she allowed to marry, choose which husband to remarry? They're she gone. She's not no, allowed to remarry. No, that's it. It's, that's over. it. it's over. She can't remarry another man. No, she can remarry somebody third, else. But third say, party. But he meant one of these two. One of the two. No, 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 she can't choose. It's over. It's it's this over. this this is over. Right. It's over. But, but that second child's unfortunately is out of luck. Yeah, listen, you know, that's the way the that's the way it goes, you know. What can you do? All right. Does it make a difference if the child's uh, bar mitzvah? That's done. He made Israel he's Israel, he's been bar mitzvah, and now he becomes a mom. No, it's, it's uh, whatever, listen, you know. You don't know, you didn't know. Okay. Now we're moving on. Okay, now one second. Kid had nothing to do with it. Kid had nothing to do with it. That's the thing. It's never the mom's fault. But he's the one who <laughs> suffers from it. 
It's really true. It's not his fault. Yeah, you know. What did he do? He was born. What does Hashem do for the monitors of the world? Yeah, this. Yeah, anyway, so that's the story. So we try to avoid it. Okay. Um, now, what if she, and also similarly, she's, she's, she's not allowed to marry a Cohen anymore. She's a Baslevich, not allowed to mice her. Bas Cohen loses her truma, ability, truma eating. And um, um, no, uh, neither inheritors uh, inherits her ksuva. We'll see what, what kind of ksuva. I thought we just said that she doesn't get a ksuva. If, um, um, uh, what about, uh, the, the, what about if the men died, is there mitzvah yibum? They can only do chalitza, not yibum. And uh, uh, um, uh, Rabbi Yossi says, oh, well, the, the ksuba is from the first husband. And Rabbi Lozo says, actually, the first husband, it does have certain rights. He, if, if she finds something, it goes to him. If she earns something, it goes to him. He still has the power to nullify her vows. And, um, and even the yibum will work also for the, first, for the first husband. In other words, really, we are recognizing, according to them, that the first husband is, is really the husband. Okay, and um, and in fact, the child won't be a mobzer from him, either. Now, what if what if the difference? You know, she got she got married without permission. Now, here we clearly mean not without permission at all that she had no right to get married, but she got married without permission, meaning that she didn't need permission because there's two witnesses. So then, because uh, it wasn't really it uh, wasn't really like a lenient. It wasn't like the first case where it was just an eight echad. It wasn't like a very reliable testimony um, and uh, she can just go right back to her first husband and it was like you know like okay it wasn't it wasn't her fault the mar- entire marriage of the second husband was just a mistake and she's in t- and she basically goes back fully to the first marriage and that's it um, if it was with Besdin's uh, Alpi Besdin so then she goes out and uh, um, and she's not free, not obligated to bring a carbon but over here she was still even though she gets divorced from the second husband she's going to need a uh, Bring a korban for having transgressed ish in it, albeit in, inadvertently, and um, and that's the advantage, of course, when Bezdin gets involved, because then there's no korban, okay? And um, Bezdin uh, issued a ruling uh, that they, you know, that, to, to, that she should marry. That is limited to marriage. If she went ahead and just had relations with whoever, not in a marriage setting, that's not allowed because that's not what they allowed. All right. Anyway, that's the review. Took longer.